0: Everyone and welcome back to kindness matters my name's Kylie and as always I'm keeping the conversation going how is how is everyone going friends it's been another busy week Friday I had the removalists come to my mum's to pack up her unit and deliver the furniture to my house that was they were great the removalists were absolutely wonderful and they were on time and they did everything that had to be asked and they were lovely well-mannered um, exceptionally caring for for my mum's things. So I was really, really pleased with that. It was um, then Monday. I I had the cleaners come to clean the unit. So it's ready for the new owners. That was, they were good. They cleaned the carpets really well. I was happy with them. It was what I would call a very traumatic time though. And there were lots of tears on Friday as it was the last time I was going to be there. And I feel that I'm losing my mum all over again. So... There was lots of tears, a lot of praying too, I did a few, I did a rosary for the last time there as well. On Saturday was a relaxing day as it was my Sabbath. I read the Gospels and I did some cooking and I crocheted. Um, There was a blanket that I started crocheting when Mum was in the Alfred Hospital late last year and um, I thought well it was a good time to try and finish it. Though while I was doing it there were memories being brought up and they're, they're happy memories but they're also sad memories and I was watching TV the other morning and Carrie ann Kennelly was on, and as you all know, she lost her husband. I don't know if it was about a year ago maybe, but it was her anniversary, and they asked her how did she cope, and she said, there are prickly times, and when those prickly times happen, you've got to quickly change it to the happy memories. So I think I might take that under my wing this time, and when I feel like I'm getting those prickly memories, to remember the good times with my mum. And you know what? I still call out for her. So, yeah. It's one of those things, I don't think you'll ever not want your mum, but it is it is life and our parents do have to leave us at one stage or another. Anyway, on so that was Saturday. Also on Saturday I was watching the Channel 7 News and something piqued my interest. As you know I'm a big Elvis Presley fan and on Sunday it was his 43rd anniversary of his passing. This podcast seems very sad today doesn't it <laughs> anyway um uh, yeah so i saw this interview on channel 7 on saturday night of an impersonator and he was saying that to com- com- commemorate elvis's anniversary he was going to do a live concert on facebook that night his name was damien mullen and his facebook is elvis forever so of course saturday night i went on my facebook account and watched him i didn't actually watch him live because i um had forgotten <laughs> so when I went to bed that night I searched my Facebook and found him and I watched it he was very entertaining and it was nice to hear Elsa's songs being sung and just for an over an hour and a half all my worries I forgot all my worries um, so I give Daniel Mullen five out of five for the fun he brought back into my life for just a little while so I recommend you look him up on Facebook and give him a go so over the weekend, um, I was on Instagram as usual and a user came on my, feeder, on my feed and her name is Fontaine Mika Wright. Now, I hope I have got that right and apologies if I haven't. She was very inspirational and she had this affirmation that really spoke to me and it's called Ace. Now, this lady, I think she ha- she's like a champion badmitter in um, England. For the, for the women's badminton team. I'm not sure, I can't remember, but she's she's a wonderful inspiration and she's a beautiful young woman. And as she has that she was talking about this affirmation called ACE. Now I'm gonna talk about it because I, I think it, it, it reinforces positive image for everybody and at this time of the year, at this time of this time that we're going through we need all that. So let's talk about ACE. A is for acknowledge acknowledge our feelings our negative thoughts and bring them to awareness C is for change talk to ourselves in a positive light use affirmations make positive moves to clear our thoughts and e is for elevation rise up to make ourselves feel better shake it off have a dance meditate take a walk do something that makes you feel good for example say I woke up in the morning and I went to get dressed and I put a pair of jeans on and I didn't like the way they fitted. Instead of telling myself I'm fat and ugly, I would acknowledge the feelings, then look in the mirror and say, I'm not feeling the genes today. I will put something else on that makes me feel better about myself. So I now have acknowledged my negative feelings and I've changed my thoughts. I could go even for one step, and then I could go to eat, go for a walk, eat some fruit, and then that would ele- that's my elevation. So elevate is the key to success. So I'm going to give that a go because you can never have too many positive thoughts. And her ideas fit into the design of the podcast. Kindness matters to everyone, including ourselves. And it should start with us because if we don't love or be kind to ourselves, how can we be kind to others? So I suggest you give her a look. Her name on Instagram is Fontaine Mica, and it's one word and in lowercase. Thinking about that, yesterday, uh, not yesterday, Tuesday, I had a very bad day um, with lots of negative thoughts and I I actually in was had some negative thoughts and I was having a horrible day. I was crying and losing it at every every small little thing that happened and um, I actually put on Mamma Mia the movie, the second one and yeah, at the end, it's quite sad too. So, I had a bit of a cry at the end but the music really did elevate my mood and I did shake it off so doing even just putting the movie on to make myself feel better that was an elevation so I'm gonna give it a try and as I said look her up on face um, not Facebook Instagram she's absolutely a wonderful inspirational person too I'm gonna to have a bit of a rant now uh, and this is to do with our education minister and our education union and them not looking after the teachers I'm a little worried about that are educators and mainly teachers. They're doing a great job, don't get me wrong. I just feel that the government and their union is letting them down. They're needing a lot more support than is offered because when they're not feeling well, they feel they can't call in sick because they're already at home. And I know this from first experience, that some are experiencing headaches, feeling sick, feeling stressed due to being on screen time for so long. Uh, I mean, the government last term gave the students a curriculum day so they could come off-screen time, but expected the teachers to be on, on their computers all day for a PD and to get work organised for them. Now, I don't think that's fair. I think they should be given time to be away from the computer. They're on it constantly, even on the weekend. I know this from, pers- from first-hand personal experience so with my daughter, who's a secondary teacher, and yes, yeah, she does teach Year Twelve, so that's probably one of the reasons why. But I think they need to be a little bit more consistent with their teachers and give them a lot more help. I think the department and the union should look after our teachers a lot better. And I think and I think they are really, really letting us our, our teachers down. And I hope that if anyone is out there, any, any of the government department, education departments listening, or if the teachers union is listening. Stand up for your teachers because they're doing an absolutely wonderful job in a situation that there was not, they were not trained for. So give them the support that they need. I rate the government and the teachers union zero out of five for their lack of help they are offering their teachers in this pandemic. And I'm sorry, my rant is over though now. <laughs> so I want to hear from people that have had funny things happen to them in ISO. I was talking to my daughter the other day on the phone and she was telling me a story about a fellow teacher. So this teacher, like all of us, has been doing a lot of online shopping and her and her partner are both teachers, so they're both working from home. Anyway, this particular day, she was teaching her students and her husband, her partner um, heard a delivery at the door, so he went to get it. So he's yelled out to her and said, oh, there's a delivery. And she, well, what she's thought of, she's heard, is that there's a delivery. She, a delivery and she's gone, yep, that'll be mine, so just put it away. Anyway, so she comes down a few minutes later and here her partner is eating Hungry Jacks and she kind of looks at him funny and goes, where did you get that from? And he goes, you ordered it for lunch. And she goes, no, I didn't. And he went, oh. And she goes, it's obviously somebody else's order it has been delivered to the wrong place. And he, he's in the middle of eating a burger. So she's looked at him and he goes, oh, well, I didn't know. He said, I thought you ordered it. And she goes, why would I order Hungry Jacks for you? without asking you what you would want. Don't you think that's very strange? And so I, I honestly thought that was a funny story. You know, in these times, partners do order a lot of things. I know I order a lot of things, and I don't think my husband would know what I ordered. But then again, I don't think I would order takeaway food without asking what he wanted. But, I mean, she must have—he must have a lot of faith in her if he was prepared to let her order his lunch and without him being asked, I don't know. So, yeah, I just want to see if anyone else has had a funny story like that. I've um, done a lot of online shopping as well. This is another funny. It's not a funny story. It's just, it baffles me, actually. So I've done a lot of online shopping, and I've done a lot with Kmart. Now, Kmart is doing the best job they possibly can, for their, for as everyone is, and a lot of times when you order stuff, they split it in half or they split it in maybe in a few packages because one shop won't have it all, so they do it from different shops, <clears throat> and that's fine. I live in Melbourne, and I ordered the other day, and one was coming from Warrigal, which is in Victoria, and one was coming from I think, oh, it might have been Brainerd Park, I'm not sure. Anyway, the one from Warrigal ended up going to Sydney and then back to me, which I kind of thought was funny. I mean, my came up packages are having more travel time than I am, uh, and I look, I understand why it, it happens because they didn't want the Melbourne Distribution Centre being overwhelmed, the post office distribution being overwhelmed. And I understand that. But it just makes me laugh to think that my packages are having more travel time than I am at the moment. So I'm going to give this room post four out of five for keeping me entertained. <laughs> TV shows, just an update on what I'm watching. Still watching Happy Days. And I'm still, I think, in season two. Still loving the Fonz and Richie and his family. I've watched. Um, I was on Netflix on Friday, and I started watching The Babysitters Club. Yes, it's a little young for me, but it was a good. It is a good family TV series, and one that explores issues that are relevant to young girls. It talks about diabetes, fat as a family unit, the diversity of families, and the young women getting getting their periods and coming into womanhood, and most important, friendships. So if you have young daughters, or granddaughters, or nieces, it's a good watch to watch with them. There's also the books, which would be a good read for them too. I've never got into them because, as I said, I'm too old to read them. But they seem to be, I, if they're anything to go, if the series is anything to go by, I think the books would be good for young girls to, to read because it just gives them the sense of, of, of belonging and self-esteem. I finished Eli Stone and Happily Divorced. They were good shows and they were on 7+. Now I'm working my way through movies, as I said. I watched Grease, and that's always a good one to watch. Um, And as I said the other day, I watched Ghost as well, and I watched Mamma Mia the other day as well. If you have um, any movies or TV series you think that I might like, Send me a line on matters 1945 at g- gmail.com and um, I'll have a look. So what I'm grateful for this week. This week I'm grateful for friends, especially one in particular. One friend has been there for every moment of my adult life. And um, it doesn't matter what she's doing, she drops everything for me and I really appreciate that and sometimes I think I forget to tell her that. Uh, and a couple of weeks ago she had to say goodbye to a beloved family dog and I probably wasn't the best friend I could be she's been always there for me so I just wanted to say that we need to be more grateful well I do I need to be more grateful for, for friends especially this particular one she is lovely and she's going through a tough time too her mum's sick and um, there's nothing else that they can do for her her husband is not on the healthiest side and you know COVID-19 has been hard for them as well so I am grateful for this particular friend and like she wrote me on Sunday and we were talking about Christmas and I said I just don't know what Christmas is going to look like this year for my for me and my husband Um, because as I said both my girls have partners and they'll probably go with them and Christmas is Christmas day has never been a great day for me I've always enjoyed Christmas Eve so the girls my girls know Christmas Eve spend with me and then Christmas day they can spend with their partners so Christmas Day, normally my husband and I will spend it at the Brighton Savoy for lunch and then come home, but we'd have breakfast with my mum, but being not there this year, that won't happen, and it doesn't look like we'll be going to the Brighton Savoy for lunch either with the lockdowns. So Christmas will look very strange for us, and she was on the phone to me on Sunday, and she said, oh, just come over here for Christmas lunch, and it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a hesitation, it was just that's what she wanted, that's what she wants to do, and I am going to say i am very grateful for my friends for this particular friend at this time so yeah so that's what i'm grateful for this week you'll notice i don't use names in my podcast when i'm talking about friends and family and that is because i haven't actually asked them for permission so i keep their names private so it's not because i don't want to use their names it's just that i haven't asked them for permission and they need their privacy as well so this actually brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you for joining me and I look forward to talking to you next week. If you'd like to drop me a line about anything in today's episode or anything you just want to to talk about or send me, send me an email on kindnessmatters1945 at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram on kindnessmatters1943. Be safe, be kind, remember to wash those hands, wear the mask when going outside. Until we meet again.